Welcome to Authors Revealed. I'm Becky Anderson. I have one of the best guides that's out there right now. It's called How to Be an American Citizen. Sylvia Hidalgo, one of our local authors, is here with a great little book that's told with humor, graphics, maps, all sorts of stuff to talk about how to be a great American citizen. It's all about her journey to becoming a U.S. citizen as well. Sylvia, thank you so much for sitting down with me and talking about your new book, How to Be an American Citizen. Thank you. And thank you for coming back to Anderson's, because I know you did one of your, your first book events with our at our Downers Grove store. Yes. So thank you for yes. coming to Neighborville. Of course, it's a and, pleasure. And sitting down for this. So I just would like to know, this, this, this field guide, you know, to becoming a citizen. Um, where did it all start? Where did this book idea start? Because I, I know you have a history yeah. that makes this book so much sense, but it also makes... You're one of the best people to write it and to, to design it as well. Yeah, yeah I um, it started basically because that's pretty much the only way I can study. Um, since high school, I, I realized I had trouble memorizing information and studying straight from just reading. Right. So um, I started a, a visual summary for myself first. And usually what I do is I work with a lot of drawings and jokes, like a lot of humor and um, graphics and uh, fun type, like, right. and yeah. then yeah. Um, um, that usually helps me kind of pull out information or, or remember information because then I guide myself with the drawings mm -hmm. and then that r allows me to remember everything else. So. When I when I picked up the material that the government gives to study for the citizenship, I realized that that wasn't going to yeah, work for me right, because sure. it's a question and answer format, and the categories makes make a lot of sense. But in terms of telling a story, it, it completely breaks all right, the information. Right. So you're you're just approaching each piece of information just as a question mm -hmm. and an answer, and so I decided to read everything kind of digest it mm -hmm. and then start putting it into summaries that make sense in terms of um, period or or character or um, some of the categories from the from the original material also yeah. um, and originally it was going to be just for me right right <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll talk about how it became so yes, much more yes. but, but this I think it's so fascinating when you talk about humor but visually learning something from all the different things you put in this book in the different ways really does it makes you remember it better definitely and story is so important yeah. especially the history of any country yes. it's story helps you remember a lot of facts yes. when you do it in the right order and you, when you put it in context it's more difficult to remember just in my opinion it's more difficult to remember just one specific piece of information right. about a character than when you learn about who that character was in many other uh, situations or um, was that person did that person work with other people to change a law or to like that always helps a lot I think oh, than those pieces of information. Oh, for sure. Yes. So the book's been out almost two weeks now I yes. think out in the world you know, yes. and on bookstore <laughs> shelves everywhere but what are, you, what are you hearing from readers your family from 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 your co-workers sort of that or the people you've worked with what are you what are you hearing about? Well, the first thing, um, even earlier before the book came out, 
I could see um, to my friends, American friends that I show the the origin, the prototypes to. Mm -hmm. um, the reaction immediately was always the same. They would open it up and start reading and then quizzing each other. And immediately they would find out that they didn't remember a lot of the stuff. So most of the people that are all citizens, I, I'm referring to them as all citizens, like American born people mm -hmm. um, that went to school here. Um, from them, I, I hear the same thing, how it's amazing how much they have forgotten right. and how it uh, how easy it is to how accessible the information is um i've heard a lot of people uh that are in the process of doing several people that are in the process of doing the naturalization process right. i got to talk to them during my book tour and they re they're very excited because it's a very different format so in in some of them were in the process of studying and some of them were kind of dragging the beginning of yeah, that sure, process. Sure. So they were very excited about having a different material that shows you the information in a very different way. Right. But it shows it in a fun way, yes, a memorable way. Yes. And it's not just memorizing facts, it's memorizing things because they're important. Correct. And that's that's yes. a huge difference. So I want to know if the U.S. government's going to adopt your book. I can only hope so. <laughs> I think they could not ask for a better guide because and it's true, it is a great refresher course for those of us who are citizens already. But I think it's just a great book for kids. Yeah. And it was interesting, last week I was at the Illinois uh, Reading Council, which is the statewide reading council for a lot of teachers who come and hear about new books and meet authors and mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff. And I talked about this book to a ton of teachers <laughs> at the middle school level, high school, and even adults. And they were fascinated with this. So I know you yeah. did a high school when you were here in Naperville before. You did Naperville North yes. High School. So tell us about that, taking this to the high school level in your first time talking to that age level. What was that like? It was great. It yeah. was great. I was gladly surprised. Just like you said, a lot of uh, teachers re responded really well mm -hmm. to, to the book and were very excited. And two of the cases, um, some, of the some of the subjects that I went over my talk were subjects that they were going to review in the following two weeks so the teachers were particularly excited about that and then I was really happy to see how the, the, uh, the children how the students reacted mm -hmm. because usually I tend to think that kids are more shy in those situations they just kind of listen and don't ask a lot but they ask a lot of questions they um, talked about they reference family members that did the citizenship uh, process and so it was great to find out that they they get it they get the whole com not not only that it can be useful for citizenship but they were excited to see graphics that of subjects that they're learning for the first time right. yeah yeah and i think you're probably amazed when you think about so many schools have dropped just basic civic Civics, classes yes. and there's so much talk about bringing them back and this is the perfect book for that um i didn't know until i went to high school somebody right. told me there that civics was no longer part of the curriculum right. which it seems scary to me it, yeah to, to, so to cut a, a something so important i mean how we function with each other and how we think collectively and how we go about making decisions that, do, that don't only affect us, but affect all of our community right. is extremely right. important. And um, I hope, that's definitely one of the things that I hope with the book, um, people get to refresh a little bit. Uh, 
for example, like what happens when you don't vote uh, right. uh, in the midterm? What gets affected? Like what what immediately in your life gets changed by not choosing the right person or completely not showing up to vote? Right. Um, it's. I hope that all Americans or American citizens and new um, new citizens and children like get an understanding and, and remember that it is important to be involved and to be oh, present yeah. and active. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah. essential, yeah. absolutely. So, you know, this book, you told about how it got its start. So how many pages was this study guide that you had made for, you, for yourself? 44. You, 44 pages. Yes, 44. Okay. It was a very little book. Um, originally, I was still only covering the answers to the questions of the exam. Okay. There are 100 questions you have to learn, and they usually only ask you less than 10 but okay. you have to be prepared to answer all 100. Okay. And so the book was originally passport size, mm -hmm. and it had all the answers illustrated, and it was only 44 pages at yeah. the beginning, yeah. yeah. So tell us how it ended up being with Abrams and Abrams yes. Image, which is, is such a wonderful publisher. It's a they wonderful book. They do group. some of the most wonderfully yes. visual books that are just absolutely stunning. So how did you how did that end up in it now being published by such a wonderful publisher? Tell us how that happened. Sure. Yeah. It was a little bit of a lot of magic, I think. Yeah. Um, so after doing a lot of prototypes, um, I was around looking to print it myself, to produce it myself. Yeah. And I didn't really know, I'm a graphic designer, but I didn't really know how to go about the process of putting out a little publication by myself. So I was asking different printers and different people to find out more information about it. And um, I showed it to a friend of mine, and that friend of mine told me, I know a really good illustrator, uh, Tom Lichtenhell. Oh, Lichtenhell, <laughs> yes. yes. He's a great children's book he's illustrator. A yes, he's also. a great guy. Yes, yeah. and so he, my friend told me, oh, maybe I should just share it with him and see if he has any tips. And it was basically through the magic of people connecting people. Um, I shared it with Tom. Tom gave me wonderful feedback. He was extremely generous at oh. uh, reviewing my, my, my little project. and. And then a little bit after, he connected me with his agent, and then his agent brought it in front of Abrams. Yeah. And it was, uh, one little um, funny thing is, the day I became a citizen, or the, the final day, the day where you go and do your oath ceremony, right. I it, it's usually in the morning in downtown, so I went, did that, and when I got back, I got a phone call in the afternoon um, letting me know that Abrams was interested. So oh. it was like, oh, I'm now a, an American citizen and in the process of maybe having a book deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. What an incredible thing. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, yeah. that's brilliant. Um, so you are from Costa Rica in your family. Costa Rica. Yes. And you. Your family immigrated here when in 1998. Only or, myself. Only, only yeah. yourself. So tell yeah. us, how, what, how did that happen? How old were you when you came here? I was 23. 23. Yes. So um, I can't believe it. <laughs> yes. That's almost 20 years later. 20 you, years later. You yes. can't be that old. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's okay. my next book, okay. Secrets <laughs> on How to Age. You know. <laughs> yes. Uh. Um, I was 23. I was. Um, uh, a copywriter for advertising okay. in Costa Rica, and I liked doing it. It, it, it was, a, I think, I the reason why I went into communications is the same reason why I'm now a graphic designer. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I really like 
that whole sure. I- idea of like working into making a message for somebody else and and um i really enjoyed it but there was something about it that was missing and so when i was working in in advertising agencies i usually was paired up with a graphic designer to work on all my projects and so it was just by seeing the graphic designer do his or her part that i realized oops i i think i made a mistake in my career Uh and so I immediately knew that graphic design was well, the, what you the, yeah, to do. that was the right yeah. thing. And so that's when I decided to come to the United States to come to school. I went to Ohio State University. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. And so in 98, I packed my bags and came here. Wow. Yeah. How wonderful. Yeah. So, so what was the impetus? What, what was it that made you want to take and go through the naturalization process and become a citizen? Well, in Costa Rica, we, like, we are very proud about the process of voting. Voting is a big deal for us. It, we are taught very young that voting is, is no laughing matter, that is right. not something you can skip. Um, for example, voting day is usually on a Sunday, so everyone can participate. Mm-hmm. It's when you, well, on voting day, you go to the streets and it's like if a soccer match, it's, an, it's like a soccer match celebration. It's, it's loud and it's uh, festive and everyone is out showing their colors and that's okay. Nobody gets into really serious confrontations right. yeah, about it. Right. So talking about politics, talking about voting um, and the electoral process is very common for us. It's a very, it's like a family subject. Right. So after being here for 16 years, like every time that was voting, like every four years I would get very uncomfortable because it felt to me, well, this is my country in every other way, this is my country. I live here, my friends are here, my job is here, my cat is here, (laughs) my work is here. And um, I pay taxes, everything that is a responsibility as a citizen I'm doing, Mm -hmm. but yet I cannot vote and and it was really bothering me. Um, So at one point I decided, no, no more, no more pushing it, no more waiting. It's time to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it's wonderful about the book, too, is show you, how, you, you explain in the back about how important it is to be a good citizen. Yeah. And one of those biggest things is to express that right to vote. Yes. And that's what I was wondering. Were you surprised at how difficult it is to get people to the polls to vote on voting days? I guess I'm not super, I'm not very surprised because it feels to me that all the efforts are to kind of almost disappear it from the everyday. Like, for example, the fact that it's not on a weekend. Right. Um, it's on a weekday. And so people have to figure, figure it out individually if they're going to be able to vote or not. Right. Um, the fact that you don't you don't hear anyone talking about it or not that many people talk about about it publicly or um it's on the new it's on the news it's on tv but usually the part that is on tv is the negative part is Mm -hmm. the the bad spent money on insulting each other and and all that stuff so it almost that effort is almost kind of a turn off on the process and it doesn't i just feel that there's really no mm, effort to make it into a positive celebration and and I don't know I don't know if it's because it it we keep on thinking about politics as, as this bipartisan thing but voting has nothing to do with parties voting has to do with citizens 
acting as responsible citizens. Right. So it should be a celebration of democracy. It's about democracy. It's about freedom of speech. It's about freedom of electing your own president. It's not about two or three parties that are in power, fighting for the power, right. you know. Right. Um, so I'm not extremely surprised, but I certainly wish it was different. Yeah. I, I, will, I, I hope one day, mm, I would like for like smaller communities to make it to perhaps take it upon themselves and make it into a organize their businesses because a lot of things are about consuming in the United States. So yeah. perhaps organizing their businesses and make it into right. another so another Valentine's Day kind of thing yeah. where it's like a made right. up holiday. But in this particular case, I do think that it has a lot of benefit for businesses to get involved, for for public figures to get involved. Because you're not saying I'm demo I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican. You're just saying I'm a responsible citizen. citizen. Right. Yeah. And I think there is talk about moving it to Saturday. I think that would be, should be. one of the first simple yes. moves we could do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it should For be sure. like promoted that there are like, I don't know, closed streets or uh, closed parks so people can go out and celebrate that the fact that we're being able to do it. Right. Um, yeah. I, I hope that one day. Yeah. So, like that. so do you feel growing up in Costa Rica, did you get a better civics education? Or was it just, it was a lot of it, maybe the education, but the positiveness put yeah. on the I think on it's kind of like of on everything. Yeah. It, I don't think that we learn just from the school. It's just the way m civic responsibility mm -hmm. is approached on the news and in your families and there's, we even have, I, I don't know if we have that here, but we have children's uh, elections. The day usually is either the weekend before. Yeah. And it, that being a very good way of measuring yeah. what is going to happen, sure. because at the end of the day, your children probably are gonna vote for the person you've been talking at home. So, uh, but it is, I remember being feeling very proud that I was voting and you had to use your finger with ink because that's also how it used to be in the past in Costa Rica. So that's how people know that oh, you wrote it. Okay. And now it's now it's the same way we do it here, but we still symbolically put our, ink, ink, our ink. finger in our in, oh. yeah on ink, so people know. I like that. Yeah, because yeah, we take pride and we also kind of shame our family members when they don't vote. <laughs> yeah. So it's our way of yeah. like showing yeah. that we better did Better than it. having that sticker that falls yeah, off your clothes, right? all, Yeah, yeah, it's a more yeah. semi-permanent semi thing yeah. for the day. Yes. Oh, I think that's wonderful. You know, but I, with all the things you put in this book, you know, the illustrations, the graphs, the timelines, you put charts and yeah. maps and it just added so much and it makes it so, the clarity and understanding these things, I just thought was great. Oh, thank you. So besides, you know, designing it and putting it together, you, you were the designer of the book as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. So what did you like better, yeah. doing all the drawing or putting it together? I liked both. I yeah. I had I also did the research because all this information is brand new to me. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn it first and decide after reading about a particular subject, then I had to decide what could stay and, and, and what couldn't stay and how mm -hmm. I was going to represent it in graphics. I like doing, I definitely like doing both parts, um, but I certainly enjoy it a lot making information, the problem solving portion of making information right. easy to understand is one of my favorite yeah. things. Oh, yeah. it, it's, it's kind of like a, a, a game with myself. Mm -hmm. How better can I make it? How more clear? What can I use? Oh, can I combine these other things? Like, and it's always just kind of a nicer challenge. Yeah. And it's like, oh, maybe I can 
can I incorporate more information and without making it more complicated? Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed that part. Yeah. It, it was it was so much fun to read. Um, but I, I really liked the part where you, you divided it between the three sections, history and geography, mm -hmm. yeah. and then, of course, civics and then immigration. Yes. And then you talked about just throwing the chart about what you need to do yes. to become a U.S. citizen. I thought that was really wonderful. So I wanted to know, what was what is your earliest recollection of loving to draw? Oh, I mean, what do you always. remember? Do you remember <laughs> how young you were and something yes. that you created that you were so proud of? You know? Uh, something that is very, I think is very, con that I've been thinking a lot about um, since doing this book, mm -hmm. it's very connected to the book. Um, when I was little, I didn't like to do my homework. It was a very difficult process. And I think partially had to do with the whole thing of maybe I didn't really know that I had some trouble learning things. So I would just, I just hated it and put it on the side. So yeah. my mom um, made a deal with me um, that if I finish my homework early enough, I could do a drawing at the end uh -huh. of each homework. So that became the way, sort of the like, reason yeah. to, to do my homework. So I would kind of speed up maybe a little too much <laughs> in the homework part, just so I could sit down and dedicate as much as I could on right. the drawing. Right. And to me, that's thinking back, it's like, I, I'm very grateful that my mom did yeah. that trick. <laughs> yeah, yes. no, because it's a joy. Yeah. It's a joy. Yeah, it yeah, became it. A, yeah. like a prize. Right. So you're a freelance, you know, graphic yes. designer and an illustrator, yes. and I know you have worked for some big companies yes. like Motorola and things like that. And so now you're doing your own thing. Yes. What did you enjoy about the corporate side, and what do you d enjoy so much about doing, being more free to do what you, the projects that you really wish to do? I think I'm lucky enough that I got that I got both those experiences in that order. Mm -hmm. um, I learned a lot working in, in big corporations. Right. You, Motorola, for example, is a company, um, when I started there, it was a company that moved really fast. Mm -hmm. It was, it had offices everywhere around the world, so you quickly had to get used to working m with people far away that perhaps you never g were gonna meet. Um, and there was a lot of, you figure it out, you come in, you figure it out, and you learn as you go. Right. Uh, there was very sure. little hand holding going on. That, I think that was by far one of the most important things I learned because it allowed me to become an independent mm, designer later in life because now I know how to take care of all the parts of a process. Right. Yeah, um, that, makes, that totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, right. it was a great school. Cool. And then you get, to, you get exposed to so many different types of people and um, so many different, uh, direction or so many different specializations of the, the business, you get to appreciate the knowledge of different people and, and you get to understand that usually things take a lot of people to for them to happen. Yeah, right. that, that working in teams have sure. a, great, a great impact, which is something that I now miss um, working by myself. Yeah. It, the not having co-workers is a little bit, a little bit um, lonely sometimes. Yeah, but can... then I really like being able to have a wide variety of projects and clients. Um, at Motorola or at SRAM, I either was working on technology or bicycles. And now I get to have much more of a variety. Yeah, right? variety. Yeah, yes. wonderful, wonderful. You know, um, what do you what do you hope that people will take away from how to be an American? I hope I really hope that like new citizens, I hope that 
first they pass the test and that the process is easy right. and comfortable and enjoyable. I also hope that they um, get curious about other parts of American yeah. history. I think that when you move to another country, doesn't matter what country it is, and you decide to become a citizen, you should know that country as as well as possible. And understanding the history of a country will always allow you to or, or facilitate your understanding of what's going on today, um, what's important to the citizens, yeah. uh, how are decisions made. Um, with American-born people, I would, I really would want for the main thing is I would like them to be more involved in their in the civic part of their their country. I hope that they get to read um, a little bit about like things that happen in your history or characters from your history that were that are so inspiring, and and maybe like refresh their memory and hope hopefully like get inspired to be similar to them, right. like emulate some of those activists. Like, to get more engaged yeah. in what's going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. So I have a question for you. Do you think our current president could pass the citizen's test? Oh, I know. I don't oh, think I, so no, either. No, I, okay. I don't think so. <laughs> and then what are you working on now? Because I, this, this book is so brilliant. I hope you take it to other subjects and work on things like this. I have like a couple of ideas, but I'm not sure. They're very early, but I, I really am... I clearly really en I enjoy explaining things yeah. with graphics. Yeah, yeah. So, and I truly believe that drawings are a very powerful, powerful way of explaining things. So, um, now perhaps juggling too many possibilities of subjects yeah. that I'm excited I'm about. What to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but definitely I want to keep on exploring this whole system of um, combining graphics and, and visual elements to explain things to people. I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, well, yeah. we would love to see more and I love the humor <laughs> you put into it. So I end these interviews with a quick quiz. Yes. So you know all the answers. Okay. A lot of them are book related. Okay. okay so you Oops. know. So what was your favorite book when you were a child? Do you remember a story or a, a yes. book? Yes. Um, uh, well, the, Where the Wild Things Are. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it was one, um, that one and there was another book I don't know if I know the name in English, but it was it was an American book. It was mm -hmm. something like, how how are we born? How are our bodies? It was like a scientific book, right. and the illustrations were beautiful, and it explained how um, humans and, and animals grow and 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 developed and reproduced. And I it, every night I would ask my mom to oh, read that yeah. because I thought. Well, I really liked seeing how we were so similar to animals, but it also had um, <laughs> it had naked pictures of people, and I thought that was like so great. I was like, oh, and my mom was very happy to explain how the yeah. baby was born. So that was really exciting yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have do you have a favorite graphic artist? Someone that you really love their work? Oh, um, let's see. I really, really love. Stefan Sachmeister. Okay. Um, not not only I like his work, but I really like how he goes about working. Yeah. Um, I like the, the the times I've heard him talk. I really like his priorities in life. Seems seem to be aligned to how I feel oh, about okay. what is important. 
um, and he seems just a very approach approachable person and to see somebody who's so successful be so so humble and so approachable is very inspiring to me yeah, yeah. Be yeah. okay how what was the, okay what was the last book you gave as a gift do you remember that oh I don't remember besides that. your own <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't remember that let me see I have given there is one um, artist I really like and I gave that book but it was many years ago so chances are I, I gave other ones but whenever I have a chance to get a hold on, on his work I, I buy it and, and give it to other people yeah. um, his name is Kino and he's a, um, a, a cartoon artist from Argentina yeah. and he's very political and he has a way of addressing politics and, and, and dealing with very complicated, heavy subjects wow. in a beautiful way. And oh. sometimes I really like the ones, I like to show my friends, American friends, the ones that don't have words, because to me, those are the most powerful ones. Mm -hmm. Just to be able to communicate something that is complicated um, about a political thing or a, a social thing and do it without using any words. words. And for people yeah. from a complete different culture to understand, understand it. it. Is, Magical and that's universal. to me. Yeah, yeah, it's magical. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is a book, any book you've read your entire life that you could not tell enough people they had to read it? Um, oh, there's like zero. I know, it's hard to count. Yeah, I know. Just pick that so Whatever difficult. the one that comes to mind first. No, because that one is so sad, and I don't oh. know why I'm thinking of that one. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Um, uh, oh, so scary to. I, I think I like, I don't know why I'm thinking of, anything of um, Gabriel Garcia Marquez now makes oh. me feel happy because it makes me yeah. think of my people, my people yeah. I think of all Latin people, right. you know. Yeah. Um, Oh, he's a he's exquisite, wonderful. Yeah. exquisite writer. And that, yeah. like, mm, I, d I don't know how it's translated, but... Um, uh, Magic realism, um, realism magical, magical, magical yeah. realism. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. I love that. Yeah. I I love that because many people, especially old like grandmas and people in the past in in Latin America, do think that like right. that. And, and, and those that's what makes those stories so wonderful. Yeah. It's yeah. So, so emotional. Yeah, I'm yeah. not getting all emotional, yeah. but right. I haven't read yeah. any of his or reread any of his books yeah. in the last years. But I, I think that yeah. that's no. one of the ones that, or not one, but a writer that I would definitely yeah. like recommend at any time. Great choice. Yeah. Great choice. And what about your favorite American hero from all your research and what you did to study? Who, who do you think is your favorite American hero right now? Hmm. I like. There's a lot of people that I don't know if they even have like names, mm -hmm. but like people that were like the whole um, um, civil rights movement to mm -hmm. me is extremely moving. Yeah. The the students that sat down in like a, a luncheonette yes. and, and, and yeah, yeah and, and quietly protested even though it was such a risk and such a scary thing and, and these are like young young very young people yeah. doing that those stories are for me very inspiring um more than like a person with a name right um i would say yeah women i read about that worked for us to like be able to vote as females um 
or to have like proper health care yeah. for women. Yeah, th there's a lot of smaller people that I, I was very moved by. The collective by group. The the people, collective they made group. a huge difference. Yeah, right? I, it, yeah. there is one part, um, I remember being extremely moved about the Underground Railroad because it, I realized like, well, this could only happen if tiny, tiny people that are, were not empowered got together and risk together to help to help runaway slaves because they didn't agree with with what was right, what right. was going on. Yeah. Those that, are the unsung heroes. Yes, yeah. that to right. me is so moving. And and as a new American, I I'm excited to know that I belong to a country or that I'm part of a country that has those stories yeah. as as part of the history. Yeah. It, because to me, those are the people that actually do shape what right. the United States is today. Right. And that's what you said about it's telling that story is so yes. important to remember yeah. and to always keep it, you know. Yeah, and feel proud and yeah. emulate it right. and, and yeah. take reference from from that kind those those fights and those um, moments of collectiveness. Yeah. Um, I imagine there's a lot of important people that later I'm going to be very angry that I didn't tell no, you. No, 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 no. I think that me, was that I'm was a perfect more that was a perfect that. answer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and last question. Yes. What are you reading now? Anything? Nothing. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's I'm a good. That's a good answer. I'm no, so that works. Tired that I haven't read anything that's okay. at all. That's okay. Um, I read the last book I read was. Um, it was called Station Eleven. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, that's a great one. It's a beautiful yeah. book. It was also very heavy, but it's a beautiful it's heavy. book. But yeah. it does show you no matter what happens, there's always hope. Yes. And yes. together we can and do people something. Together. People together. Little people together. That's right. Yes. That's a good choice. Yes. Well, Sylvia, thank you so much for thank you so much for having me. me here. I love this book, and thank you so much uh -huh. for putting it together because it has such power. Great conversation with an incredible graphic designer and illustrator. It's Sylvia Hidalgo. She is a local author and illustrator. It's How to Become an American Citizen, a field guide to citizenship. A great refresher for all of us and for all of us who just want to be a good citizen of the United States. Thanks for joining me on Authors Reveal.